0: A white lie never hurt anybody. Until Bobby was sent away for a long time, because I swear it was him that started that fire.
1: You are about to enter a world that blurs the line between fact and fiction. Where truth is clouded by imagination. Five stories. Some are real. Some are fake. Join us as we play along with a television cult classic and go beyond.
0: Beyond Belief. Hello and welcome to Beyond Beyond Belief, episode number 15. I'm Jesse Chapman. Joining me are my co-hosts, Chris Newth. Hey, guys. Kyle Maddock. That's a fact. And Mark Wahlberg. Hello. In the late 90s, there was a TV show called Beyond Belief, or Fiction, which featured five stories that defied explanation, but only some of those stories actually happened. At the end of the show, they would tell us which were based on real events and which were completely made up. On our podcast, each week, we watch an episode of Beyond Belief, discuss those stories, and we make our own predictions before we find out the truth of what happened. You don't even have to know what Beyond Belief is. It's still fun either way. It's still fun either way. If you like strange, crazy stories, you will like this show. And this week, we would like to welcome a special guest host who's filling in for Tiffany, Tom
1: Bensinger, Ooh. Bessinger, Bensinger, Bensinger. Sure,
2: Tom Bensinger. Bessinger. all those ben
0: consonants,
1: Singer. every single one of them.
0: You know, it's weird. I feel like we don't uh, say anyone's say name. anyone's last name anymore. I have like at least four close friends of mine that I have no idea how to pronounce their
3: last name. Do you even know their last names,
0: Tom? We like to ask people that are on the podcast, you know, where do you fall in the and the range? Did we stop saying spectrum.
4: <laughs> we had a few emails.. Jesus. Are you super skeptical? Are you a believer in some things? And if you have any like personal story or anything that could be defined as
1: beyond belief, uh, I feel like i my idea of the universe is that it is vast and mysterious and unknowable, and there's definitely room for all these things to occur within it. But I also believe that human beings are just complete morons. So anytime that they're like, oh, I know what's going on. It's definitely a ghost or an alien. Like, I'm pretty sure that they're wrong about it. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. So like, could there be aliens? Yes. Is everyone's story about how an alien abducted them? No, you probably have sleep paralysis or PTSD.
4: And now he goes on to his abduction. So the (laughs) visitors
1: came to me one night and told me that I was the chosen one. I couldn't move. I was paralyzed in bed. Something was sitting on my chest. Yeah.
0: Thinking, it was like a type of paralysis as I was sleeping. They were playing with my jumbly wumblies <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fantastic. So do you? Do you? I mean, we've sat around a campfire before. We've told scary stories together, <laughs> just how romantic, the two of us. How romantic! It got, little,
1: it got a little, got a little personal. <laughs> you know, it, it was. You know,
0: I was uncomfortable, but was at the a two- same time intrigued.
1: Yeah. Um, That's how it goes. <laughs> <a>
0: spook says, <sesh. laughs> <laughs> "Have you personally experienced like?" An occurrence of any sort? No, I,
1: I definitely have a couple of stories from friends and stuff that they've told me. But I, again, it's like second or third hand. Right, so, right. So how truthful As they tend be? to be. Yeah.
0: What's your connection to Beyond Belief?
1: I definitely grew up watching it. Uh, I think you've said before, you and your mom used to watch it oh, at definitely. the same time. Uh, mid to late 90s, there was a huge kind of paranormal influx of stuff. And I think the X-Files kind of led the charge. But uh, alongside it, Beyond Belief and a bunch of other stuff on Fox and other stuff. And looking back on it now, it has that awesome 90s sort of cheese factor that's just fascinating to watch now. Um, And it feels like like,
0: impossible to replicate intentionally.
1: Yeah. If you try to, it's just too over the top. Yeah.
0: Let's go ahead and dive into the stories today. First up, first story is called Rock and Roll Ears. (laughs) It'll make sense soon. I promise you. It ain't loud. Rock and roll, old man.
1: Oh, I know rock and roll, kid. I sat in with all the greats. Hendrix, Cream, Big Brother.
2: We played real loud, too.
0: Yo, I bet you
3: some deaf old loser. Yeah. That was dope. It was not that dope.
2: Yeah, rock and roll.
0: Ears? I missed the title when it came up. And then you repeated it, Mark. And mm-hmm. I almost spit my soda all over my laptop. Yeah,
2: I know. Like I would choke. I, for... I,
0: I thought you were making a joke. And then I glanced up and no, it was written right there.
2: <laughs> what happened? Yeah, there's this man who used to play guitar. He's like a session guitarist for Jimi Hendrix, you know, John Lennon, all the big guys. And he lost his hearing a little bit due to that. So he has these hearing aids. And now he runs a guitar store, like a guitar center. And there's these kind of two, like, 90s thugs who are, like, messing around in his <laughs> store. Uh, well, they're in leather jackets, right? Sure. So they're, yeah, they're, they're 90s thugs. thugs. The yeah. Most yeah. 90s thugs. Yeah. 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 They are playing too loud. He tries to tell them to stop. He kicks them out of their store. Then later they show up that night with their van filled with, like, amplifiers and techno lights. And they pump it up. They pump up the music so loud through their amps. That it breaks the glass and it like you know it's tormenting this guy and he's like it looks like his head's about to explode like it's like a Cronenberg film like yeah, they're like doing pop. this
0: to like get back at him for, yeah so for like I, yeah. kicking him out of the store right
2: clearly uh, we'll, for revenge. we'll get him back we'll play loud music he's tormented he's he's in pain and then all of a sudden his hearing aids start to spark this really bad nineties electricity effect shoots between both ears all of a sudden his hearing comes back. And the he <laughs> chases the thugs away, I guess. I don't know. But and then he it. closes the store and goes back on tour. Yeah, oh yeah. So right.
3: Jimi Hendrix ghosts or something. I'm so is sure. it
0: possible that a man's hearing is brought back? I mean he wasn't completely deaf, but he was very hard right. of hearing. The hearing aids were helping him. Is it possible that that, that the hearing was brought back essentially by an electrical surge in the hearing aids. Yeah, because
2: it played (laughs) so loud that it short-circuited it. Well, Jonathan
3: Frakes afterwards said, was there some sort of blockage that the doctors couldn't find that the electricity sort of... Got rid of the old. In both years the pure
1: sound. Like it, it was like the when they use yeah. sound waves to break up like a kidney stone or something. Yeah. He had some kind of wh- horrible wax plug that had built up over his. <laughs> but the, but years the doctors of heart wouldn't
3: uh, would have seen it,
1: right? Maybe who knows what kind of crappy you know <laughs> back alley some sort of <laughs> invisible doctor it's... feel good kind of dudes <laughs> he's hanging out with.
4: I mean, here's the thing: if it, he said it was because of the years that he spent on the road in front of these speakers, I guess the only thing that makes sense is that it would be a blockage because you don't regain sound from loud music once those ear follicles die they're dead they're yeah. gone
1: he would have tinnitus right he would he have would, like a horrible ringing yeah, in his absolutely. ears and then, being dead right right
2: it's beyond belief
3: chris
1: I understand, but. <laughs> so there's
3: no one in existence Chris is like, that Wait ever a has second. ever regained their hearing?
1: Uh, well, I've definitely heard stories, I think, of people jumping out of planes, like blind people who jumped out of planes and regained their sight, or they took a blow to the head and yeah. regained their sight. There's mm-hmm. this sort of like an urban legend y thing right. around the Fre- loss of a sense regained through some yep. kind of traumatic thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So that that kind of is in the ether, I, I guess. W- yeah. I wonder, do they take that and then wrap it up in this like perfectly, you know, like constructed thematic S- superhero
0: origin story <laughs> exactly. where yeah,
4: right now he's yeah, superhero where the villains come in with a truck full of speakers and blow the guy's hearing <laughs> want to like, know
3: how i got these guys
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is he now he's like the superhero what's his name mega ears mighty ears? oh
3: boy
0: <laughs> i just the thing that strikes me as the least plausible is not the fact that he gets his hearing back it's that these like Thugs would pull up this van full of amplifiers and black, like to seek vengeance on a man who just said, like get out of my store." No, he knocked them onto a drum. He they tripped over the drum. Come on, come he on. Just
1: shamed them with his awesome rock. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he did yeah, do that. yeah, yeah the
0: guy was like, "I don't believe you've ever met Jimi Hendrix." And yeah. then he like was like, "Give me the guitar, man!" And then he like played a sweet run and then they were like whoa did he wear those classic man.
4: guitar
1: runs you know <laughs> you know how he they do a lick yeah okay there you go yeah
4: he gave him a lick he licked and, with those uh, fiddly fingers you know
2: <laughs> what the none hell us, none of us are cool <laughs> i've <laughs> i've you guys have se-
3: never played an instrument in your i've life. never
0: seen a guitar until this episode
3: <laughs> but yeah so
0: they come back and seek vengeance on him by blast i just don't Think that that would happen. I think they would throw like a Molotov cocktail through the store window or Jesus. something. Yeah, well, no, unfortunately,
2: that's the reality.
1: I wonder how much they like dressed this up. Like, what did they actually come back and rob the place, but they were playing music? The- like, you don't know how much yeah. this is like. How how do we want to kind of tailor this to make it right. a palatable, fun story for people? Yeah. Well, okay. this music was so loud that it
4: shattered all the glass for the storefront and like blew the guy back physically, it caused angel fire <laughs> animated GIF <laughs>
1: lightning to <laughs> shoot from his <laughs> hearing aids. Yeah, across it's the, across it's, the front of his face too, right. not like between the ears. Right. Like, so
3: he wasn't completely deaf; he was just hard of hearing. Chris, you were talking about how a deaf guy can't be the resident the, hearing I'm expert. Someone with hard of hearing. <laughs> because Ghost of is the an molecules. expert on the ghostly Ghosts. rules Ghost and
4: hearing. I got them all. Hard of it?
3: hearing. Can yeah. that change? Or, can that switch around? I mean, I,
4: <laughs> I'm no doctor, but I feel like if it is what. It,
3: hold on hold on wait
4: the whole premise of the show changes no
3: really what
0: i couldn't hear you i'm gonna go
4: fiction i'm gonna go fiction. well let's
1: go ahead
0: and move on to the predictions
1: tom you're up first what do you think actually happened here factor fiction the guy literally had at one point instant karma on the back of his jacket there's like the most heavy-handed sort of like the universe will pay you back or the universe will reward you for some reason thing going on at play in all of these and it feels very writery to me so i'm going fiction all right sounds good chris I just don't. I, I just don't buy the idea that you're going to get your hearing back from this elaborate villainous
4: plot. I'll go fiction on it. Okay, Kyle. I'm going to go fact.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I believe in fact. elaborate villainous plots. <laughs> um, I just think uh, the body can do some crazy things sometimes, and uh, stressful situations or, or, or weird traumas or whatnot, and, and things can. Uh,
2: what other crazy things?
3: Change around. I'll show you later. I'm going to go fact. Mark, <laughs> what do you think? Fact or fiction?
2: Uh, fiction. I'm not going to. Justify? It.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't have to do anything. You don't have you want. to justify yourself, Mark. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go last, and I'm Fics. I'm also going to go fiction. And it's not because I don't believe the body can do <laughs> what we you saying—magical things or weird <laughs> weird things. Weird things. <laughs> I think that that totally is plausible. But I don't buy the premise that people would come back and seek vengeance on this guy <laughs> by blasting music. That just is too far fetched to me. Each time in the show, after we all predict, we flip a coin, and heads is fact, tails is fiction. And we do this to see if the coin can actually randomly get more correct than all of us. Let's flip and find out.
4: It hit another coin. Now I don't know which I one know. is well, true. It's The worst
1: possible <laughs> place. I'm gonna reflip it. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. I didn't yeah, see it so that. I was landed right. directly <laughs> next to another coin.
3: It hit the table and split
1: into two <laughs>
3: coins.
0: I I I couldn't find the first coin. From our previous episode that we recorded, I got another coin and it landed right on top. All right, we're flipping again. Fact. We've all locked in our predictions. We have the coins prediction and the answer to this story. Is going to be revealed at the end of the show, so stick around. Sorry to Ryan Seacrest, you Mark. Jesse. Mark, I know it's a big shock to you. You thought it was going to be all revealed. I, every, right time, now. every time, every time he thinks that we're going to reveal, always it. get
2: suckered into. I know. Your, it's, just, your... it's just, it's
0: just the dramatic reading of it all. Uh, but yeah, stick with us. We'll reveal the answers at the end of the episode. But until then, let's move on to story number two, which is called the bucket.
1: There's nothing inside. Maybe the
3: pressure built up because of the storm. Oh.
0: Ah! (gasps) I I I want that thing out of the house right now, Ned. No, 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 take it back to Gus because maybe he can explain what's going on. This is called The Bucket. This story is about a community of farmers. Some of them grow food. Some of them milk cows. You don't have to
4: <laughs> explain what farmers do.
0: And some of them till the fields. They uh, get up
1: very early yeah, in the morning. The, mm-hmm. Cock-a-doodle-doo. A rooster, crow- yeah. a rooster wakes them up.
0: So there's this community of farmers and they all kind of live in this, um, you know kind of community community and <laughs> farm? uh some of the milk a
4: vile, if you will so it's
0: kind of Where like a the farm hell is this going vile. the point is there's an old man who's kind of in charge of delivering the milk so he does his milkly rounds and <laughs> uh, <laughs> drops off a large uh, milk canister this is one of those old school like metal it's like 3 feet tall things of milk and <laughs> Everyone knows what <laughs> you you're know talking, what I'm talking about, about, I'm sure. No, he drops it off, they drink all the milk. <laughs> okay, there we go. And a <laughs> few days later, the container starts dancing. <laughs> similar to the toaster in Ghostbusters 2. Oh, that's a great reference. <laughs> so it's like exactly it starts like, like kind of popping the lid off and dancing around, and the mom and the dad, they're all freaked out. The dad puts it in the car, then straps it in with a seatbelt, drives the milk canister back over to the guy's house. There he finds that the guy has... Uh, taken a nap in the hay? Yeah, it looks like he's taking a nap, but apparently suffered from some sort... Of, I don't know if it was a heart attack or something, but anyway, he found him, brought him to the hospital, and all was well. Can I tell you it's, why
4: uh, I don't believe this story? Yeah. Please.
0: Because this guy
4: is extremely elderly, and the idea that the universe would be showing signs <laughs> that they should come and save him just seems a little like it, you're a little late, you know, like it's it's over. <laughs>
2: This guy had a good life. Yeah, but yeah. he brought so much joy. It's come
3: to a natural conclusion. To the farmers. Like, what What if they didn't go after the guy? Like, the bucket goes, what was the plan? Hey, the bucket's going to go crazy. Like, it's, it's like. what if they just went, that bucket is crazy. Just throw it out.
1: The old man is the devil, and he gave us a <laughs> demon bucket. <laughs> right, yeah, right,
0: right, Exactly. Yeah. I'm not, we don't want to go visit him now. I don't want to touch the demon bucket and never go back to that guy's house
2: ever again.
3: Also, the bucket started shaking like the night before. Was that guy out there for like... 24 hours?
2: <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's or true. it was predicting that this would happen. Chris, ghostly rules. What's going
0: on here? Is this... Uh, obviously, it's not the spirit of the man, because he's still alive. Right. Uh, no,
4: I mean, I don't quite understand what they're trying to get across, and that usually tells me that this is false.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The bucket saves his life. Then a week later, he died Couldn't of old age. Couldn't it be? Yeah. The daughter <laughs> yes. spill like, knocks in, like, was running around playing by herself, knocks into the milk canister, spills the milk, and, uh, I don't know, so the parent's like, oh, I guess we have to go back and like refill the milk a little early. And when they get back to the farm, Gus, who's the farmer, the the dairy farmer, is like having a heart attack and they save him. So like, oh my God, the smoke canister, say, you know, if this didn't happen, we wouldn't have come over and save him. And then the writer's like, well, you know, that's not that interesting. Let's make it a possessed Milk canister.
1: Yeah. Like, he's an elderly man who works alone on a dairy farm. What are the odds that he's not going to be having a heart attack? It's more likely <laughs> that any point. time that you show up, yeah. you're going to be saving him from some yeah. kind of medical malady. Yeah,
3: it's so true. I mean, these 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 milk buckets have been used so many times. What if there's like a little bump in the bottom? It's not perfectly sure. balanced and it just bump. keeps falling over. And they're like, a damn bucket just kept falling over all the time. So we returned it and we found him having a heart attack. Do you kind of think it's true? I'm not saying that. All right, all right. Jesus, stop trying to pull that out of me. I don't Kyle,
0: know. please. Please stop trying to jump the gun and say what your predictions are. Speaking Chris, of Chris that. Chris is trying to get me to jump Let's the go gun. ahead and jump into the predictions. First up, Kyle, what God do you think? damn it.
3: I don't know if I believe myself. It is kind of ridiculous. I don't get it. He's not dead. False. <laughs> <laughs> kind of dumb thing. A thing. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Fiction. False. Fiction. I kind of like uh, what Chris said. Like, why would a ghost waste his time on a guy is going to die next week anyway? Tom, what do you think?
1: I don't think it necessarily moved as violently as perhaps was portrayed. But, you know, moving bucket, old man having a heart attack, those are two things that are entirely possible. I say fact. All right. I like the bump in the
0: bottom of the bucket theory.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, Even though you went fiction, Kyle, but I like that theory. (laughs) So I'm going, I'm going
3: fact on that. I wish I wasn't first (laughs) because I would have (laughs) gone with all you guys. (laughs) Mark, what do you think?
2: Yeah. I think there's a simple, truthful story in here. So I'm going to go fact. Damn it. Why did I go first? Chris,
0: are Listen, you going to join Kyle's? Of a- course I am. This is
4: total fiction. I don't buy it for a second. All right. Everyone and is- those kids are going to, like, rip off that old guy's mask like he's in Scooby-Doo. That's how old he
0: looked. <laughs> I would have had my heart attack and went on to heaven had you not found me. Hey, let's flip a coin. Fact. Let's move on to story number three, which is called The Bridesmaid. I now pronounce you husband and wife.
2: Brenda and
4: Alan enjoyed two wonderful years of blissful marriage. Everything seemed to be going their way. But soon tragedy would strike. Alan would go on a sport fishing trip in the Caribbean with his boss and several clients. Their boat would be lost in a
0: storm and everyone on board would perish.
3: Well, it had a happy ending for everyone around her. That's true. That's Mm -hmm. true.
0: But she... Well, dive in. Okay. Tell us what happened. So
3: um, there is a woman and she is at her sister's wedding. And as the saying goes, she is always a bridesmaid. The sister and her husband, the husband goes away and there is a boating accident and the husband and everyone on the boat dies. The sisters end up moving in together. At this point, the, the bridesmaid sister uh, starts going online, and she's going to chat rooms, and she ends up talking to this guy. And uh, finally, they, they agree to meet, and they go to meet. And the gentleman that she meets, that she's been talking to online, happens to be the thought-to-be-dead husband of her sister. But the husband has amnesia, and he doesn't remember his former life. So then the husband follows the sister back home to reintroduce the amnesiac to his former wife, and he slowly regains his memory. Then they get married, and the narrator of the story, the main character, is once again a bridesmaid.
0: So is it possible that a thought-to-be-dead husband actually just has amnesia, and then the sister-in-law finds him in a random online
3: dating scenario? Here's my biggest problem. If there was a survivor... It would be documented who this guy is. They would, yeah. they would have all his information. I mean, there's
2: a marriage and, license, and they now. would,
3: yeah, they would be able to track down his wife and get him in touch with his family. Unless he, like Tom Hanks, did on a castaway island.
4: Did they talk about how he was rescued, or did they just assume that he swam to shore by himself? They, or they don't
3: say. They don't. They don't say.
4: say. So he's just like, I know. I so perhaps he could have survived and then made it to shore and then didn't have any information didn't remember anything and then tried to m- start his own life again because no
3: one could help him when he reached the police eventually like if he's going around house to house like oh god i'm i'm lost i don't know what's going on like somebody would send them to him and then he'd be like oh what happened and He'd be like, but there okay, are I'm definitely sure.
4: documented cases of people who have amnesia and they don't know
1: where to place them no one knows where they are right like well my question is is this a true story about a fantastic liar because the first thing I thought was, Alan is the world's greatest liar. He got, like And Frakes even brings it up. He's yeah. like, is this merely a man who was caught in a lie and ran with it? And I think, wow. like, if it's true, 100%, that's my explanation. Like, he faked his own death to get out of the marriage. Yeah, he fakes his own death. Uh, starts talking to a woman online ha- like runs into the woman and he's just a sociopath right. and just completely plays it off and he's like oh yeah, I, I whatever, yeah totally I, amnesia blah 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 Holy shit. and yeah. then just completely schemes his way back in <laughs> meanwhile he's like you know trying to figure out a way to actually hook up with the sister he's like trying to like play <laughs> other ways around it
0: that's definitely more believable than the amnesia to me because totally. I, I just feel like there's so many possible ways to trace this guy back to where he came from like Kyle yeah. said I liked Chris. What you said when we were watching the episode. Oh, she should have just like. Oh yeah, no,
4: you just yeah, you just sort of date him. Don't show your sister who you're dating. Yeah, the date went horrible. When can I meet him? Oh, you know, I'm getting never.
1: Yeah. What was Alan's favorite food? What did he like before he died? Why are you asking me this? I, I feel like other guys might like it. I'm just trying to apply that same information to You also comp-
0: asked me his favorite sexual positions. I just don't think so. Yeah, this.
1: I thought it would might be a universal thing. I thought all guys maybe would be like that. <laughs> I
0: also I also really liked how there was this kind of like paranoia about the online date you know she's like oh i met this guy i'm going to go on this date and then the other sisters like you got to be careful i hear people get fucked up on <laughs> people get that's fucked. a quote they
1: get fucking murdered <laughs>
0: and then she's like don't worry sis i always carry my little can of pepper spray and my police whistle
1: which was there was a close up of that and I was like oh that has to come back at some point yeah for yep. sure completely did not nope. pay off unnecessary it, it didn't close-up. make
3: the final cut
1: <laughs> it didn't yeah. it was a red herring
3: when she shot it in his face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. like, that's obviously a lie <laughs> <laughs> uh, amnesia <laughs> guys is this the first amnesia beyond belief story I think so no what
0: well hold on
4: oh wait I remember I'm, just, I'm having yeah. Wait, Are you having, having amnesia?
3: Do you remember, Chris? Oh, wait. Hold
4: on. It's coming back to me. <laughs>
0: there was one other story that's not exactly amnesia, but it was like remembering a past life. I forget when that was, okay. but it was like someone was flashing back. Oh, I it. got it. It's what you were talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah.
3: this is the first straight up. I think so. Yeah, amnesia, which is such a classic,
0: which the is definitely, is such a trope. To yeah. me, it feels very tropey, and it feels very Lifetime movie I
1: I don't believe any story that contains the phrase boating accident. That's just a <laughs> very... Actually, I don't know about, about the The boat
3: accidents. murder? One from like season one was false, if I remember correctly. Oh, there was the one, was? That's the one true. where she was in court. He was seeing her in court.
1: You oh, yeah. murdered yeah. me, he Robert.
3: Murdered boat, yeah.
0: <laughs> Thought I got rid of that. Um, uh, let's go ahead on to predictions. First up, not first, not first, not first, not first. Oh, I'm first up. Yes. This story is just. I. You know what's going to suck is when I vote fiction and it's going to be fact. That's what's going to suck. But I'm going to do it. There's too many Days of Our Livesy aspects to this, so I'm going fiction it's gonna be fact
1: tom what do you think there are so many details like you said that if it is fact it has been massaged heavily into a nigh fictitious current state so i'm going with fiction on principle alone that sounds good chris i'm gonna
4: go the other way i'm saying fact i think it's i think it's true so now kyle you have a real choice to make but mark's up next mark what do you think
2: maybe it did happen and there's some different details that have been changed did yeah come on board Come on board.
3: I'm going to go fact for no good reason. Sometimes like
0: that's it. the best reason, is no good I reason. I already
3: forgot the story.
0: Let's flip the book. I have amnesia. <laughs> okay, here we go. Fact. We've all locked in our predictions, and now let's move on to story number four, which is Voice from the Grave.
3: Lisa was found dead in the hospital boiler room. No evidence was
0: found at the crime scene, and there were no witnesses. Detective Dave Puma, you called with some new information about the Lisa Iobe case. Yes, it's my wife, Evelyn. A week ago, she began speaking obsessively about the murder. The strange thing about it is she was not speaking in her own voice. It seemed to be the voice of Lisa Ayobe.
4: Yeah, this one was a little complicated. I'll try to summarize it, but you guys jump in when, whenever I, I fail oh, to we mention will. something. Uh, there's a detective... Bob Puma. <laughs>
2: Hold for laughter.
4: <laughs> He's on the case. It's a murder <laughs> He's on the case. that we think happened at a hospital. The murder definitely happened, happened at a hospital. <laughs> hospital. Great. Thanks for jumping in, guys. I told you to. So. You did Confirm, it. yeah. The detective's looking for the murderer and comes across a patient at the hospital who is able to channel the ghost or the event of this murder And tells the detective the name of the murderer, but we also find out that the murderer is working as a custodial person in the hospital. Just a janitor. A (laughs) janitor. You say a janitor. I was giving him his proper title, didn't want to be defamatory. (laughs) (laughs) To the murderer. (laughs) (laughs) You mean the person who puts people to death. (laughs) Okay, so the woman who can channel this event. Ends up doing so in earshot of the murderer who's mopping the floor of the hospital. He walks into the room. They have a confrontation where she is saying, you you burned my back. You, you know, stabbed me. And he's
0: like, wait, I, you can't be alive. I killed you.
4: Right. And then he gets so frustrated with her that he goes in to kill her with a knife that he has. And the cops come in in a sting operation, apparently, to take him down. I think so that's it, is right? It, is, it, it po- is and it
0: isn't. Is yeah, it isn't and it not Is it possible that a woman in a hospital knew of the murder or was channeling the spirit of this victim in such a way that led police to apprehend the killer who was working at the hospital? Chris, you
3: know, is that possible? Uh, can check, they, can is, they check gra- the book? Can check they graph the? the he, well, Chris is our ghostly book. Yes, He's so
1: I've like seen that book from Beetlejuice.
3: Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm the book from Beetlejuice Recently that tells deceased. you all
4: the. Yeah, yeah. I've watched so much paranormal TV shows, reality shows, ghost hunter shows, all that stuff, that there are certain rules that I've noticed as a through line for all of them. And this all falls completely within normal ghost behavior. Oh, this story is tricky because I've certainly heard of stories where a person can essentially become possessed or or dive into a different, I don't know, time or space and relay that information as like a medium of sorts. But... With the confrontation with the guy who happened to work at the hospital too, that gets very muddy for me. But I can't remember on this show when a story is super confusing because that typically
3: usually means true. The only thing I found confusing about this story were the relationship between the doctor and the patient.
0: See, I think I think that the woman who was being possessed by the spirit, I think was the doctor's wife who happened to be a nurse at the hospital
4: that was not clear if that
0: was the case not super clear but i think that might be the actual i was
2: eating dinner during the episode i might have missed it (laughs) and the doctor was taking care of a patient who was murdered oh
3: that's
0: true yeah it's for me this story boils down to what was his name bob puma detective puma detective puma puts this woman in such jeopardy like this sting operation feels So risky to me. I don't know. Putting her in the hospital and also just like unrealistic. Also, how how did they know that
4: she's going to incite him to violence to the point well, they where they don't. can catch him. And you know what they made it don't. even more
3: dangerous was the that Puma's backup was a doctor and not <laughs> another officer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a very good point. They would
1: have yeah. had to pay for another actor. Yeah, uh, they already <laughs> had the doctor on He's the He's like, neck. Doc, grab him by the legs, quick. Puma's a loose cannon, man. You can't
0: <laughs> he doesn't play by the rules. No. The, the boiling it down is what's the kernel of truth in this story? To me, it's just more likely that someone
1: knew that he killed the woman well it'd actually be kind of a very clever way to be a witness to a murder but not put yourself at risk mm-hmm. because if you're like yeah i was there i saw him then the murderer might want to kill you but if you're like i was a psychic and i totally <laughs> saw that stuff he'd be like well it's just making it up so yeah. <laughs> you kind of like get the information out but then kind of cover your ass
2: i thought jeffrey was creepy oh Anybody totally else, right yeah, yeah. Oh, so i went into creepy. this episode thinking um i hate beyond belief when they do hospital episodes and i hate when they do like detective episodes (laughs) and this was definitely both this was yeah and a lot of times they are both we've had a few double when you say
0: jeffrey you mean the killer oh yeah sorry
2: i mean the the murderer and then it turned into like this horror and like the scenes that they were like a flashing to where the murderer was torturing or killing the victim was like kind of well done maybe because it was so poorly done it felt kind of real or kind of creepy mm-hmm. and off, it was I definitely was. creepy
0: let's go ahead on to predictions right now first up kyle It was just so ludicrous
3: um fiction
0: chris what do you think i think the story is super complicated
4: and there's so much detail that if they were going to make it up then they would have made
0: it simpler so i'm gonna go fact okay sounds good i'm gonna go next i don't know My gut's telling me fact, though. I don't have a good reason, but I'm going to go fact on this one.
2: Mark, what do you think? I did kind of like this one, but that doesn't mean anything. It was crazy. It's obviously fiction. All
1: right, Tom, what do you think? I think that this is a case of someone desperately trying to take a bunch of weird factual information and make it into a story that makes sense. And I think the basis of it is factual, so I'm going fact. And we flip a coin. Fact.
0: Let's go ahead on to the fifth and final story of the night, which is called The Chess Game. As the weeks passed, the death of his best friend weighed more and more heavily on Chester. In some strange way, he blamed himself for Walt's death. Look, I- I've been thinking and I've got an idea. How about you and I playing chess together? It was a strange game. The black and white pieces separated by themselves. Isn't that odd? Yeah. Then things really got strange.
1: So there are two grouchy old men, Chester and Walt, and they are best friends and they play chess together every Saturday. But then one day, Walt dies very tragically. Chester becomes very depressed. He gets uh, sicker and sicker. Um, and his wife suggests that maybe they play chess to for old time's sake. And when they do, various paranormal things begin happening. They start smelling uh, Walt's old Bay Rum cologne. Pieces start moving in the same way that Walt would move them they hire a paranormal investigator who is surprisingly skeptical and worthless,
4: completely useless.
1: And is just like, yeah, it's probably some weird stuff happening. I don't know. You guys are old. And then, uh, eventually what happens is Chester just kind of goes with it and decides to start playing chess every Saturday with Walt's ghost. And everyone just kind of embraces this and is fine with it. And I guess ghosts are real. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, I, I, right off the bat, I have to ask myself, like, is it possible that, old people who've lost a loved one feel like the presence of that person's still around? Is that kind of where we're at with this story? Like, it's just like the essence of this person is still there. Where was Walt's
3: milk jug?
4: Like, Walt should have gotten his milk jug to help save his life. Oh, that's
0: true. Oh, uh, yeah. Where was the milk oh, jug to okay, save his okay. life? Yeah. Referencing yeah.
3: another story. I see. Very
1: <laughs> Where's nice. Where's his phantom well milk jug? Three Where's stories ago. Where's his phantom ago? milk jug, yeah. Yeah, the chess pieces all waited till he was long dead and start moving around. <laughs> <laughs> chess pieces could have dropped out and
0: spelled out, like, <laughs> help him. Totally.
3: Yeah, like, don't let him get in the car. Right.
4: I- I- I'm not sure I'm buying it.
3: Too powerful of a ghost.
4: Well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I've never heard of anything being like, oh yeah, every day I interact with this ghost the same way. It,
0: How is the story told and then accounted for later on? Like someone would what, go, like, oh, oh, this is happening. Let me stop by Saturday evening and look at the pieces move, and then yeah. they
3: wouldn't move. Here, here's what I'm thinking. He's like he was inconsolable, and he decides to sit down, and he knows his friends move so well that he moves the pieces, and his wife who would be the only one else who would tell the story, played along with it for his... Benefit.
2: It's a tough cookie. To if it, if
3: it's true, that's that's a big leap of the show. Well, it's the, wrapping two, the, story. the two people telling the story.
0: Let me come over Saturday evening and watch you play ghosts. No, chess. it was
2: something they did by themselves. Well they could charge money, they can make a little thing yeah. on the side. No, like...
3: no, it was something they did by themselves. They can't have a
1: crowd so watching the So as soon them, as anyone gets all nervous around people, <laughs> <laughs> he won't come out. blah 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 blah.
2: <laughs> this is I mean it feels like it's kind of a little beyond beliefy. Sure. I just wonder if the kernel of truth is just the guy died um, and maybe he just kind of smelt the Bay rum because it's on the pieces. Maybe he kind of, Thought he saw a thing move. I don't know. Like it can be kind of simple. If that's
0: true, then why is this story propagated? Who? Okay. the The show researches these stories from somewhere. Where would this have been found? It's the wife telling everyone oh, that right. comes
3: to the house, like, "Oh, my that's husband." Paranormal investigator. I know. I know. But, my, but no, but, my, but, my if, husband plays chess with Walt on Saturday. But He's if you, Walt if dead, he if he you go to a
0: paranormal chess. investigator uh-huh. and you're like, "Hey, I'm working for this show, Beyond Belief. We're trying to collect really crazy stories. Tell me a story that you find crazy." She's like. You won't believe it. I went to this house. <laughs> I went to this house and there was a guy claiming that he's playing chess with a ghost. What do and you I, think? And, and I didn't like, find anything. They're like, yeah, I don't know. What, what else he got?
1: Like, well, I feel like that wouldn't be the story they would go with. I mean, like they made like, what, like five Annabelle Conjuring movies. And those are all just like, <laughs> yeah, Raggedy Ann doll was kind of spooky one time. And it's just like a, a franchise. <laughs> so I feel like they can probably squeak one beyond belief out of like, yeah, old people ghost plays chess. So you're saying
0: we should pitch this to Blumhouse yeah. to see if we can turn this uh, into its own Something else Chronicles. I don't find
4: believable. How does every character in this story know what bay rum is?
3: They're old. Everyone. <laughs> it's an old. The paranormal day. investigator
4: said it too. Oh, she's sure. like. She said my, that ba- that's what
1: my grandfather used to wear. Oh, out, okay. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, plus she hangs out with ghosts all the time. Yeah, oh, she's smelling bay rum constantly. constantly. Yeah,
2: that's
3: the preferred smell of ghosts. <laughs> it's Mark's turn to go.
0: That's what I smell. Oh. Fact or fiction? Let
2: me count my previous prediction <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm doing the meta. Oh, we're at this point. <laughs> oh, um, a fact. Tom, what do you think?
1: I think it's a fact that someone at some point told someone else this story. And by
0: that logic, <laughs> it's a
3: fact. Kyle. Uh, for all the reasons I mentioned, I think the wife was covering for her crazy, sad husband.
0: Fact. I'm going to go next. And, I, you know, I just don't know why this story would have been found or told or believed once it was told. So fiction, Chris. I can buy
4: into the idea that someone had an encounter with some weird being or or something undescribable, but I can't seem to get myself to believe that this thing happened every Saturday afternoon.
0: Creepy ghost Fiction. encounters once every few months. Sure, I'll buy it.
1: I forgot the absolute least credible thing about this, which maybe makes me rethink my logic, <laughs> is that the old man who this story is about is named Chester,
3: which is just like the laziest writing
1: yeah. ever. Right. Yeah, they're playing chess. Well,
3: well, here's here's the thing against that. Like Chester makes it sound more fake. So if it's true, why not pick that name? Maybe that's the writers
0: going metagame on us. All right, guys, let's go ahead and flip a coin. Fact. In a moment, we're going to find out which stories are fact and which stories are fiction. We'll be right back.
4: Holy shit! Oh my god. What the
0: fuck okay, was that? That was fucking crazy. Goddamn so scary. You, it was the scariest thing I've ever seen in it my life. It was a milk jug. There's two things that scare me in life. Mm-hmm. Old Milk those are the two to be clear spoiled milk t- yes yeah, oh, oh, so can, can you imagine go- that coming at you i think my mom's wrong i think i should be crying right now over spilt milk yes exactly i get it yeah that was that was what i was saying <laughs> yeah i got anyway, it too chris anyway
2: so the what we're talking about here guys i never thought i'd be afraid of a milk jug but this fucking milk jug it's haunted it's fucking haunted okay
0: so what product are we selling this week Well, you googled what haunted milk jugs hate. And it came back with nothing, so we had to start thinking. Yeah, and we thought long and hard, and we just put up a baby gate. And yeah, then we it, just put up a baby it's, gate, and it
4: solved everything. everything.
0: You know, it can only really jump like what? About like seven inches. I
2: well, I thought ground. more like two and two and a half. Anyway, maybe. the point
4: was, we were really afraid of something that we shouldn't have been because once you put the baby
0: gate up, it really solves it all. So yeah, we don't even have a specific sponsor this week. I would just say you know Google or go to Amazon baby gate. And if you have a haunted milk jug that's rolling towards you or
4: or if you have a dog and you want to keep it on one side
0: of the house. Oh, that's yeah, that's really cute because basically it can't jump over the baby. Oh, yeah.
2: Or maybe if you have a baby as well.
0: Yeah. Shit. All right, guys, we are ready to dive into the results and find out which stories are fact and which are fiction. First up, story number one. Rock and roll ears. Damn straight. This is the story about the hard of hearing ex guitar player and his hearing was restored. Kyle, you think this story actually happened? Yep. Head off to a good start or? Or crash and burn. Crash Tom, start. Chris, Mark, and myself think it's fiction. Let's find out what the truth is. Did an event like this actually happen?
3: Not this time.
2: It's a fake. Sorry, Kyle. Fiction. Well,
3: guys, I'm out. <laughs> oh, man. The end of the episode, I'm, gonna just, nice I'm just gonna you. leave early yeah, yeah. Kyle
0: there's still hope There's four more stories left I could get them all right You could uh-huh. Story number two This is called The Bucket This is the one about the old milk bucket That uh, saved a man's life Now Tom, myself and Mark We think this actually happened We think it's fact Kyle and Chris You think it's fiction Let's find out what the truth is
4: Did the story of the exploding milk bucket really happen?
0: A similar story did take place. Oh,
2: fact. A similar story.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay, so let's say it wasn't a milk carton.
2: Uh, (laughs) I mean, maybe it was just like a telephone.
0: All right, let's go on to story number three. This is called The Bridesmaid. This is the story about a TV Linda Hamilton who finds out that she... (laughs) is uh on a date with her sister-in-law's dead husband (laughs) it's like uh, like part linda hamilton and part joy behar yeah (laughs) selma blair's in there a little bit chris mark kyle you guys think this story is fact tom you and i think it's fiction let's find out what the truth is did this story of unrequited love actually take place yes it's fact fact
1: don't think about it. Too Don't many overthink it. are going it. on. Boating accident. Boating accident. No. They happen. Boating accident and amnesia. I love yeah. it. I was How could evil, that be true? I was thinking evil twin, too, at first. <laughs> so, uh, it's <laughs> true. <laughs> all I, it so I, I did have a twin moment in this yeah. one. Yeah.
0: Twins separated at birth. Totally. If that were to happen, oh if, it was the, if it was the twins we, separated at birth, do you think you have an obligation to, like... Give that date to your sister who lost the husband who's the same. Twig. No, no, like, no, no, you don't buy that's, somebody that's a new creepy. puppy when their
1: old dog dies and be like, hey, it looks just <laughs> like him. It's totally fine. But, so but are creepy. you? But are you
0: also obligated to then be like, hey, look, this is too weird. I can't date you. Well, yes. if you felt yes. that
4: way, yes. But if, if you, you were, felt that if if you, were way, if you were into it, like a normal it. human okay, okay. being I, with emotions I, and a brain,
1: I know,
3: I know uh, uh, sisters that have dated
1: brothers. Was one of them dead? Well, you <laughs> know. I feel like that's the creepy aspect of it—is
3: the like replacement. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs>
1: you Fair win. Enough. You win this fight. Huh?
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Let's move on to story number four. This is the uh, voice from the grave. This is the one about Detective Dave Puma, who had a interview with a doctor whose wife was a nurse who was possessed by a ghost of a woman who was killed in a hospital. Let's go with it. Chris, myself, and Tom. We think this story actually happened. Kyle, Mark, you think it's fiction. Let's find out what the truth is.
4: This story of a crime solved with help from the beyond. Is it based on reality? Yes, it is.
2: Oh. Fact. Three facts in a
3: row. Oof, this is not looking good. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no, Kyle. There's no way. On
0: Chester. Chester. On Chester to the chess game, Chester. Uh, Speaking of which, Chester, story number five, fifth and final story of today's episode. This is the one about the two old men friends. One of them died in a car accident, and he came back to play chess with his friend from beyond. This is believed to be true by Mark, Tom, and Kyle. Chris, you and I think this never happened. Let's find out what the truth is.
4: Did you think we made up this story of a paranormal chess game? You're wrong it happened
2: oh my god fact
4: it was beyond beliefy and it beyond believed us
2: wow four facts in a row that's a lot
0: that's crazy
3: it
2: happens oh yeah but rarely what's what's blowing
3: my mind is that we were picking on the coin during a break talking about how it had gone all fact this episode yeah right and we're we're like that's crazy yeah and it got four out of five yeah holy crap
4: it happened on the episode where most of the stories were true.
0: <laughs> Let's go ahead and find out what everyone's results are. Starting at the low end, Kyle. What the hell? One out of five correct. What happened? Mm. I think I... Are I, you not I, going with
4: your gut anymore? Because you were always good I, at that. I think that. I
3: went with my heart. You That's chose not... the wrong body part to go with. Yeah. Should have went with my rock and roll ears. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Never All gets right. old. Uh,
0: Myself, Chris... We got three out of five correct. I'm pretty happy with that consistent (laughs)
4: 60% that I usually get. (laughs) If
0: I can get three, I'm so happy because sometimes, uh, most of the time I don't. Yeah. It's really depressing. Mark and Tom, four out of five correct. Wow, Ah, tied the ah,
1: coin.
2: Congratulations, sir.
1: And I think that we should both be especially proud that we tied with a coin. (laughs) Yeah, we did tie with a coin. We did as well as an inanimate piece of metal (laughs) that randomly dead president's face carved into Mm -hmm. it. That did a lot less (laughs) thinking about this than we did. Oh yeah.
0: All right. well, Tom, thank you so much for joining as a special guest. It was was great having you. It was
1: an absolute pleasure. Thank you guys. I'd love to come back anytime. Absolutely. Well, I think
3: as the highest ranking guest, like the most accurate, that you uh, will be invited back for the championships. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Uh,
4: Oh, no, sorry. Claire did get a hundred. Oh, yeah. Claire, our first guest, got a hundred. Yeah, she got a hundred.
0: Her and Tiffany that week both got a hundred. It's part of the female power power force. And now with five guys. I brought it down, guys. I'm sorry. Five guys, burgers, and lies don't end it on that please Let's thank think of you all something. for joining this week <laughs> and until next week this is beyond beyond belief beyond beyond belief is produced by five friends living in los angeles our theme song was written for this podcast by david russo who composed music for the original series Our introduction is voiced by Mark Winston. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and tell a friend. All audio clips used are strictly for educational commentary and are copyright their original creators. You can send feedback, questions, or share your own story that is beyond belief. If you visit our website at beyondbeyondbelief.com, you can also find the show notes and links to us on social media. Thanks for listening.